0: It's your girl Natasha Morrison, and you are now listening to Tenacious Goddess. Okay, so in today's episode, I really wanted to talk about the rise of women embracing femininity and also the stigma that's attached or associated with being feminine and the difference between femininity and hypergamy. I was talking to a friend about feminine energy and this feminine journey, and she seemed somewhat interested. But then she added that, oh, the hypergamous woman, that is what femininity is. And I can't lie to you, at the time, I didn't know what the hypergamous woman was. So, you know, I went onto Google, I did a little bit of research, and I read what a hypergamous woman was. And I was very surprised that she was associating femininity with hypergamy. I then went onto YouTube and saw a ton of videos about women talking about femininity and the hypergamous woman. And... They are two different things in my mind they're two different things to me they are two different things and i really just want to discuss that if you don't know what hypergamy is let me tell you guys what it is all right so the definition of hypergamy is the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship with a person of a superior sociological economical or educational background. so when I think about hypergamy, the first thing that came to my mind was relationships such as sugar daddies and sugar babies. When you think about sugar daddies and sugar babies relationship, those relationships are about mutual exchange. It's about I'm going to offer you my time and my services for money for gifts for holidays for whatever it is that you come to an arrangement about so for me I would think of someone who indulges in sugar daddies or sugar babies that lifestyle you are a hypergamous woman you're seeking a man who is able to provide something that you don't have whether that's finances company whatever it may be and i mean there's nothing wrong with it i I hate judging anyone so do you boo the next thing i think about is generational wealth and you might be thinking generational wealth how how is that associated with a hypergamous woman what you guys have to remember when it comes to generational wealth a lot of times rich people are very particular about who their children marry who their children bring home especially when this is generational wealth they they've been having their money for years and years and years and years they do not want their son or their daughter marrying any and anyone from their kids are born Their kids have a suitor. They make sure that they have their high friends as well, their rich friends as well. And they make sure that their kids play together, their kids grow up around each other, their kids probably go to the same school or boarding schools, or their kids form best friend types of relationship from a young age. This is their parents grooming them because their parents want them to fall in love so that they can marry and that wealth can live on. And also that two wealthy families can come together. Together and be even more wealthy have more riches so when I think of the hypergamous woman I do think about generational wealth because it's grooming it's making sure your kids marry for money and a lot of the times I mean your kid your child you won't know that this is happening but what tends to happen is they do end up marrying people within their social classes another type of woman that I think about when I think about the hypergamous woman is a woman who purposely seeks out wealthy men she aims to be a trophy wife she needs to be saved she she wants a better life for herself she's decided that where I am right now I do not want to be here I'm I'm I want to marry up I want to marry a man who's going to look after me and take care of me and i'm beautiful so i will attract him by using my looks when i think about this type of woman the person that comes to mind if you guys have ever watched the real housewives of potomac someone like karen and i love karen but karen is a hypergamous woman why is Karen a high woman? You ask. Because Karen lived on a farm. Karen grew up on a farm, and Karen decided from a very young age, like, listen, I'm beautiful. I'm a stunning woman. I do not. She did not want to spend her days shoveling manure gardening and milking cows that wasn't in her portion so Karen decided to leave the little small town that she was in she moved to Washington or wherever it was she made sure that she dressed the part she talked the part she went to the right places and what happened she met her husband and her husband was a wealthy man she now lives in this beautiful house she's now on this amazing reality tv show, and she's now making her own money but for a long time before that she was the trophy wife she made sure that she found a man who was rich enough to maintain the life that she knew she wanted to live. So when I think of hypergamy or the hypergamous woman, that to me is what comes to mind. On the other hand, when I think about femininity, I think about a goddess, I think about energy, I think about happiness and smile and it's almost like a light radiating from a person why because to me femininity isn't about wealth or riches or marrying a rich guy it is about loving yourself it is about prioritizing yourself it's about understanding yourself it's about having standards knowing your needs knowing what your goals are knowing your purpose and completely loving yourself giving yourself that love that care that you need channeling all that energy into yourself it doesn't matter how much money you have it doesn't matter whether even you're a man or a woman anyone can tap into their feminine energy because we all possess feminine and masculine energy within us both man and woman it's about you deciding that you want to lean more into that feminine energy that's the energy that you want to channel that's when people meet you you are nurturing you're caring you're bubbly you're happy you're smiling you're just free-spirited that is what femininity is to me. It's just deciding that you're going to be more nurturing. It's just deciding that you're going to love yourself. You're going to take care of yourself. You're going to look after yourself. You're going to pamper yourself. Feeling good and happy within yourself. It's about dealing with trauma. And a feminine woman or femininity to me is that energy of nurturing yourself, of loving yourself and building yourself up and knowing that the other energy will come to you. You don't need to go out and seek it. You just need to be yourself and you need to love yourself unconditionally, have your boundaries and your standards and whatever it is that you want will always come to you. The universe will deliver that to you. You just have to decide to love yourself. One thing I can say about femininity is that, yes, you might be more traditional in your values, which means your values might be a man is more masculine. He's a provider. He provides security and he provides a home and he's there for the family because he's strong he's a warrior he's a lion you are the woman you're feminine you're goddess you might lean more towards doing more feminine things but I don't think there's anything wrong with that and I think society has made it seem as though being feminine there's something wrong with that that as a woman you always have to be strong But femininity is understanding that there's a yin and a yang. It's understanding that that you want your opposite. You want a masculine person so that you can be feminine and so that you can both balance each other out. I definitely don't think that being a feminine woman means that you want a man or you want a man to sponsor your life. And if you are trying to be feminine and that is your mindset, then baby... Uh, you need to really think about this you need to really think about what you want because you can find a man to sponsor your life and you can find the riches but are you going to be happy you will never be 100% happy until you're happy within yourself and you love yourself and that is the true meaning of being feminine a feminine woman knows when to be strong but she also knows how to be vulnerable she's not combative or argumentative and there's a stigma attached to femininity oh they're weak they're trophy wives they're spineless they just sit there they're seen but they're not heard and this is not true feminine women knows how to carry themselves with grace they know how to be a lady of course they know how to be a lady they know the proper etiquettes they won't behave in certain ways they don't dress a certain way because they know that with everything there's a cause and there's a reaction so if you decide to wear sexualized clothing you will be sexualized if you decide that you want to have your boobs out and your bum out and men are looking at you with lustering eyes and want to be intimate with you feminine woman understands that they understand that if i dress like that that's the type of energy i am going to receive that's the type of attention i'm going to receive feminine woman holds yourself up high you put yourself on a pedestal you know you are the prize so why would you want to attract that you want to attract high quality men high value men into your life and that means that you're not going to be acting wild and crazy you're not going to be dressing wild and crazy you are going to keep yourself kept personally i feel as though This stigma associated with femininity stems from what we've seen in popular culture. TVs, magazines, whenever you've gone out. I know that growing up, there was never anyone who looked like me. There was no one black or dark skin or brown skin that I could look at and be like, wow, this woman's so feminine, the way she dresses, the way she carries herself. We didn't have Instagram. And there wasn't that representation. When you think about the housewives or the footballers' wives and all these shows or movies gossip girl there was never a black person I was never represented you was never represented we were never represented so we weren't ever seen to be feminine and as black women we always have to be strong and we always have to you know maybe be single parents and you have to be strong so over time I feel as though this stigma attached with femininity has come from the lack of representation of black people of black culture so when we think about femininity you think about the bougie the stuck-up women the women who just talks properly and they go to ascots and wear hats and they go to afternoon teas and go to these fancy hotels and sip champagne all day and they're housewives that watch good morning tv or um, gardening tv shows and they stay at home doing laundry and waiting for their husband to come home and take care of them there's this association with femininity and there's also this idea idea that only one type of woman can be feminine and the type of woman that can be feminine are the women who have rich husbands or are the CEOs and have money and femininity doesn't come from wealth femininity comes from within it is an energy like I said you decide to channel that energy you decide to tap into that energy that you want to be more feminine Alright, so that kind of summarizes this episode today, just talking about the differences between hypergamy and femininity, and also the stigma associated with femininity if you guys have any more feedback please head over to my blog which is www.tenaciousgoddess.com leave me a comment read up on the post about hypergamy and femininity let me know what you guys think please also don't forget to follow me on instagram and my instagram is tenaciousgoddess. and until my next episode i will talk to you guys then take care and stay blessed